Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What's up? It's Lip Service. I'm Angela Yee. What's going on, everybody? My name is Buddha. I'm Jason Lee. Money Long, how y'all doing? All right, so this is Money Long's first time. Buddha was a guest on here before with the Dominatrix. Yes. Ooh, Try he got spanked. Ooh. <laughs> on the show? He always, man, yep. Like flogged, kind of. Did you like enjoy lately. it? or was It was fun. It was cool. It's different. It was entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't try it again, though? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. We, we called him in here spontaneously. Yeah, and then caught me off guard. And Jason Lee is here back again. It's been a minute. Yeah, have fun. Last time I was here with, uh, my name is T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was your people. Y'all was in the same building and everything. Yeah, we don't live in the same building anymore. <laughs> I actually ran to it the other day in my studio building. Okay. Yeah. Well, since we just talked about you getting flagged, do y'all ever do any of that? Like, have you ever been lightly spanked or anything? I know Money Long has. Not with toys. Okay, with a hand. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's nice. Like, you like it hard or you like it soft? Well, I don't know if I should. Do I have permission to <laughs> go? <laughs> My husband is here. Um, we assume it's him doing it. Yeah. No, so it depends. But definitely, like, if you're going to hit me, do it. Okay. Because mm. sometimes somebody hits you too hard <laughs> and you be like, okay. You know, That's part of it. It's a surprise. You don't know what's coming. You're like, ooh. You know? Yeah, I'm I'm not into doing shit that um, I was traumatized with as a kid. You know, I was abused. So like, you spanked me. Now I mean, you didn't trigger something. Actually, ironically, have a friend who he's black, but he fucked a white dude, and the white dude asked him to put on a bandana because he wanted him to be like a gangster. Oh. I kind of feel like role playing shit and all that weird <laughs> stuff. Like just, I'm just not, I've never done that. I've never yeah, done a into, role play. Yeah. I'm shocked. Buddha's being real quiet, so I already know. <laughs> no, I'm sipping my drink. I'm listening. I'm, I'm I mean, some room. people aren't adventurous. Some, some people just like to bop, bop, and it's over. No, because money long, you're a very sexual person. You always admittedly say that, and we listen to your music. I feel like you be down for whatever. Um, If I feel comfortable, mm-hmm. which I've been married for eight years, so it's like, you know, it's a lot of trust there. Uh, I'll try some things, yeah. What about have you been, like, tied up? 
I don't particularly like not having control of what's going That's on. That's why but, it's good. But I would try it. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we might have done that before. I don't know. You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. You know, we even did. It's <laughs> like. Because that's the perfect time to tie somebody up. Somebody who is like a control freak and likes to be in control. And so it might actually really turn you on to not have control. I don't know, man. Being a vulnerable I have to state. revisit that. Yeah, my community, Jeffrey Dahmer fucked that up. Chase, you no, be- I mean, like, you have to think about these things for real. Like, once you lose control, you're, like, very vulnerable. So it but takes, she's married. If you're with somebody you love, um, you know. Lorena Bobbitt cut her husband's dick off. I feel like that's okay, okay, but set and setting are important. Uh, uh, that you, was a reason for her to Have you not it. seen the show Snap? Ain't their show called Snap? Yeah, but, okay. I'm not fucking you know, doing nothing where when you snap, I can't get up out of there. <laughs> no, they have places you can go. It's, like, padded rooms. They got all the stuff for you mm-hmm. so your mindset is like we're going here to do something freaky you have a safe word yeah mm-hmm. but i also no. feel like you could get tied up like lightly so that you could get out of it if you needed to you know what i'm saying like mm. i wouldn't want to be tied up where i couldn't get so out. handcuffs is out no i don't want to be handcuffed but i think you could tie it like with some type of material yeah where like if you needed tie. to get out like yeah, you could get out <laughs> Yeah. No, I just uh, I need to be in full control of Ch- being able to get away. Ch- so you're the tire. No, I'm not tired. No, because th- see, n- I I'm. You have too many rules. I'm tra- no, I'm just traumatized by the. You know, we live in a weird t- space right now. You know, <laughs> oh, Jason Lee. Can you imagine on the internet? Jason Lee brought me over to his house. <laughs> That's NDA. Tied me up. You ain't learned you know, nothing from Beyonce. I've heard worse, Jason. NDA, about you. Yeah, listen, That's nothing. But I've heard worse too, and the shit I've heard, I didn't even do. So imagine if I tie you. But up. that's not bad. No, I'm not tying you up. But that's the other thing. You can't do that with like randos. No. Well, now that I have money, I actually have a consent to fuck form. So if you can't even fill that out, we can't even talk. <gasps> yeah. So we got to get through that, the NDA, and then we can start playing around. But all, like, it's a process. Yeah, protect you have yourself. a consent to fuck Absolutely. Form? We you live in a space now where like the cloud chase is really real mm-hmm. and the... You know, I you know when Me Too movement started, I really thought there should have been a Men Too movement because on both sides of the spectrum, like some mm-hmm. shit is real and some shit just ain't. And then as like you start getting a little clout or a little money, people are fucking weird. I've had some weird ass shit. Money Long is so happy she's married. Right, <laughs> I really am, and I well, I tell you what it's done for my confidence is amazing. I really do not care what anybody thinks about my appearance got trying to impress anybody i dress for myself hair do my hair my makeup for myself like i don't care about anyone else i feel very protected he's a big scary looking man yeah he's very tall yeah nobody mess with him i came out because um when we interviewed you on the breakfast club i had asked some questions about him i was like oh I didn't realize he was sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very, he has a very intimidating presence, you know. But he was nice. He I smiled. How you doing? <laughs> he's a nice guy. The only problem is like, you know, the girls sometimes will push it. Because everybody want to be like, you know, I fuck Money Long's husband. I, I told him now. I'm like, don't think, I mean, you cute, but like, don't think that they want you just because they want you. Right. A lot of times girls just want to take you from your girl. Mm. They want to be able to say they did that. But he's too smart for that. I had a one up. Yeah. Well, can I ask a question? Because I'm actually in the process of thinking about marriage. Not that I want to get married, but I'm thinking about like, could I get married? Because I'm getting kind of to the age where I better get it in now, so that way I'm divorced early. But let me ask you, um, <laughs> yo, when you're married, um, so like you guys have been married for eight years, mm-hmm. and have you ever talked about like playing inside the marriage, like allowing other people in? Uh, yeah, but I, he's not into it anymore oh. like earlier when you met him he had two girlfriends yeah <laughs> but now he's like that's too well, much i don't right. know if they were f- girlfriends oh whatever two girls yeah. two girls that, were, that friends. were friends that were willing to be with him mm-hmm. but yeah he had a lot of girls 
I hate when you date a guy in the first. <laughs> like, look how he's standing there looking. Like, at he like stop telling the story, damn oh, it. Yeah, no. <laughs> when a guy asks you, like he'll be like, "Oh, do you like other women?" Because that's their way of trying to test it out. Like, would you do this? I'm always like, nope. Hmm, that's the threesome door opener. Buddha, you've had a threesome. Five five. You've had five, you said? No, I said I had. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Some people don't like it. Did you like it? Um, yeah, it was fun. I mean, at the time when I, I was young, so mm -hmm. it was cool. At How the did time. it happen? <laughs> being Shows young in high school, mess. being dumb. In high okay, school, but is that senior? Sheesh. Maybe oh, senior no. trip. What? I feel like two two girls and a guy is a threesome. Two guys and a girl is a train. Don't know. Three is three. That's no. how I feel like. Mm. Yeah, we have to start stop uh, slut shaming people. It's not. I, a, I don't think that's a slut. But shame. if you say a train got ran on a girl, that sounds negative. Some girls like it. Apparently, they some no, no, girls some girls like it. But I feel like the connotation when a girl has it is negative versus when a guy has it. It's just a threesome. Yeah, three people you know? look because like can't three women be a threesome and three men be a threesome? What's yeah. that? Yeah, because two that's women true. can slut a man out. I just think three that's means true. three. Yeah, that's I agree. true. Yeah, have you ever been slutted out, Jason? You know, I've never been slutted around. I'm not the throw around like you can't just throw <laughs> me around. You know, I'm not into that. But I, but I've definitely had. Um, I've engaged in group activities. You know, uh, when I talk about marriage, I've met somebody recently that I was like, okay, I could actually like be something with this person. But the one of the first few questions I asked is, at some point, would you be open to a third person, like mm -hmm. being involved? Because you got to know, early, no, here, but here's well, why people got to be open to that question. Maybe. You you will end up fucking dating somebody who's already thinking about a third person, already has a third person. So at least mm. get out the way and understand, like, what am I going to get myself into? You want a man to say no, he's going to tell you no to get you, but then he's going to go get that third person anyway. So I think I it's unrealistic person. to think that it's two attractive people that you're not going to see other attractive people. Right. That doesn't mean you have to act on it. That doesn't mean you have to disrespect your person. Um, mm. But I think, like, I don't. Like, my husband is my best friend. I have good time when he understands me. Sometimes I don't want to talk. I don't feel like being touched. I don't want to be bothered. Like, having sex frequently is overrated as a married couple. It's kind of like we spend so much time together. When we do whatever we decide to do, it's really meaningful. Does you know? he ever tell you no? No. But he's never pressed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He's always like, oh, I'm good. You know, but what's that song you sung at the Grammy <laughs> event that I was at? The second song where you talk about basically Boys like fucking get out, right? Yeah. <laughs> you may be in a marriage where you love your partner because I feel like a marriage, at least the way I'm starting to think about it as I'm getting more busier and stuff like that, is a partnership. Like, mm -hmm. how do you build a foundation of wealth together? How do you build <clears throat> memories and whatever? But then, like, at some point, you may want to just spark it up a little bit. Like, I don't feel like it's disrespectful to your partner to say, how about we go to Brazil and, you know, whatever, play around. If that's what your couple's, if that's, that's what y'all If you both want to do that. If you both want to do that. Not like I'm making you do it. Yeah, I don't think that's a disrespectful thing if you guys are in agreement. But mm -hmm. I know me, I've never wanted to be with, like, more than one person at a time. Right. So you've never done a threesome? Never in life. Ever. Never. You never wanted to do I've only ever did one one No, I don't want to. Because I don't like women. Get two guys. What man is going to want their wife uh, It's Angela Yee. Y'all can figure it out. Angela's hot. I be seeing her comment section. All these men want Angela. Go. Just, this is why I always tell like women who haven't had those experiences. Give yourself permission to be a hoe one weekend. But then what am I going to do? Am I like, you know, sucking a dick while there's a dick behind me? Oh, what am I doing? I mean, you'll figure it out. Once you get... <laughs> 
guess. I feel like, you know, you do got to be active because it can be a <laughs> little weird. Active. Everybody got to be doing something or else it's because it's kind of like voyeuristic. <laughs> yeah. Or is your fear of not having a threesome because you don't want no niggas out here like we ran a train on Angela? No, I just have never. I really like one-on-one connections. Mm. I like that. Like, yeah. I, I'm not a multitasker. I'm the type of person like I tackle <laughs> one thing at a time. I don't know what I would do with two dicks. Like, yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. Like I first of all I don't even like one, a sixty nine. One nice one is a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. You want to do that? Like I don't like a sixty nine. I don't like to have to like think about you eating my pussy while I'm sucking your dick at the same time. It doesn't. I need one thing at a you time. Gotta focus. Yeah, yeah, I'm a focused person. Mm. Like I like to put all my energy so into a, a one thing at a time. Threesome probably won't work in your favor. Yeah, but you get the right energy. It could be a whole lot of focusing in there. I mean, it's like you're challenging. I guess it depends on the intention. If you're doing it just to like, if you're doing it just for the experience, that's one thing. But if you're trying to actually like, you know, have a release, get me on Hollywood Uncocked. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) that could be my OnlyFans partnership. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, All right, and I I gotta ask you, Jason. We seen you with Kanye, Mm -hmm. with Wendy Williams, Mm -hmm. with Tiffany Haddish. How's Kanye doing? First of all, yeah, he's doing good. He's doing good. He's doing better than me. If uh, my baby mama put a let a nigga put my kid's name on their neck. Well, mm-hmm. what could she do about that? What? I mean, how could she stop him? But she, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's weird as shit. What are y'all thoughts know, he's about better, that? He's better than he, me. Oh, now, he's better than me because he's actually asking everybody not to even feed into it. Like, don't even. Like he's literally better than me because when you think about raising black kids, and you know she's a white woman or whatever, uh, when you're raising black kids which is new to the Kardashians. Black culture, they stole that. You know, black dick, they've been on that. But black kids is very specific. My mama was a white woman. She didn't know how to raise a black kid. She did the best she could until she fell on drugs. And my story, I've talked about on your show, you know, I went in foster care, whatever. So I have a certain amount of respect for black women or women who know how to raise black kids. Because mm-hmm. my mom never said, you black, when I went outside. But I now realize everybody saw me when I got, went outside that I wasn't white. So I was a boy of color, right? Um, I just can't understand the audacity of these people who can get away with anything by allowing a white man to put this black man's kid's name on their neck. Like, it's what do you mean? You can do something, you nigga. That's that's you cross the line. Yeah. You take my kids. I name mean, I it. thought that was very. You love Kanye. He's Money my love. favorite. I she love, wrote a song like, called I "Love Kanye." Did you really? Yeah. I that's literally, dope. he is my favorite artist. He has been since I was in high school. I have all his albums, <laughs> even the one I hate, "It Always a Heartbreak." <laughs> That's I my favorite it. album. Wow. I hate it. You didn't like that album? No. I I'm only like one song. As a song writer and everything, buddy. Yeah, because buddy. I like Kanye rapping. I like his mm. bars. I like his cadences. His singing is cool, but when it's like, you know, uh, hey, Mari Long was my new best friend in my head until right now. I just don't like it. And I hated that haircut. But I, but <laughs> I because I love. Yeah, that haircut was horrible. Because I love Kanye and I appreciate artistic expression, I still bought it in a vinyl and a CD mm. because. If you're a fan of someone, you still you love them through all of their seasons. Mm-hmm. So, but I love Kanye so much, and I think that it's unfortunate what's happening to him in mm-hmm. the media. And just I watched the documentary; the last episode was very hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Just like his psychological, I don't want to say breakdown, but deterioration. Like you're seeing him go through something in mm-hmm. real time that we couldn't I imagine hate. going through. Well, I mean, when I watched it, because it was funny, he said, uh, he called me and said, what are you doing on Friday? I go, I'm going to the premiere of your documentary. It was like, oh, it's Friday. Okay, I'm coming. He came. And so to watch the first episode, because they only show the first episode with his mom, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, I went up to him afterwards. I was like, bro, because you know, you know my brother's story, my brother losing my brother. I see him, he lost his mom. I understand that type of loss is just so unexpected. It's jarring to the extent where it could fucking just shake you all the way through, right? 
And I, I said, man, I, I kind of want to just cry and hug you, man. I hugged him and I could see the the void, you know, and mm-hmm. just I said recently, like proximity changes perception. I'm mm-hmm. growing a lot. I'm maturing a lot. When I first came in the industry, I thought everybody was going to support me. And they were like, oh, stay away. He's a big bad, big, bad wolf. So then I became the big, bad wolf. And then I played into the narrative. I got to a point where I'm like, yo, I'm not feeling fulfilled anymore. I need to like smooth this out a little bit, make some changes. And with him, I feel like no matter what he does, whether he says some crazy shit people don't resonate with or he does something that people don't like, if he was to respond right now to Pete Davidson, what would the world say? There go crazy, yay. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but some shit like that would drive a regular nigga to pull up at your baby mama house and act a goddamn fool. It's almost like they're trying to trigger him. No, yeah, that's I did what think, it is. I was like, okay, why does that's he have this? But then I'm like, how did they even see that tattoo? Because they definitely, it's small. They like zoomed in. But why? I don't even understand. It's so insidious though because that family is so good at spinning whatever. Everything. You see what Ray J just benefit. said. Yeah, they're to Ray so J this good at it. Um, so where I feel like this second nature, they don't <laughs> they even realize they're doing it and i hate that they're doing it to kanye i do i hate that he's in it like but you know i feel like he also kind of knew what it was yeah, <laughs> like you, you getting involved with kim kardashian you know what it is it's gonna put you in the spotlight it's gonna have you in a certain space and he liked it until i think they both did i think yeah, they, both they both benefited both from it, it. They both benefited from it. She got the swag. She got the culture somewhat. Because remember, before Kanye, she wasn't you getting were a invited culture vulture, yeah. black men to black men hopping, take any any girl's boyfriend. You created the box braids. Like, they were that. And then you got with Ye, and now you're Balenciaga down, brand new closet, skims, But I feel like it's brand. like, how many of them is? I feel like it's eight against one. Like, that's not, <laughs> you have the power of eight people against well, eight you. eight women. You got to add Caitlyn. Wait. What? Yeah. All I don't even them. know how many. <laughs> and so even Rob the kids, don't count. Like, no, nah, because I'm talking about know, star kidding. power. <laughs> like <laughs> all of them, all of them collectively can move as a force. Because you know yeah. how it is with politics. Well, if you don't mess with Jay, I don't mess with Jay. So that goes across eight people. It's like there's no, literally when it comes to the media. This is how they operate. If Kim don't fuck with you, none of us do. And then it's like, none of our brands do. None Mm -hmm. of us will do interviews with you. None Mm -hmm. of us will support your show. None of us, like, so they they understand how to manipulate mainstream media. Mainstream media, because I'm in media, you're in media. I was going to say, yeah, you're a media person. No, I know, I forgot, right? I am in media. (laughs) You you learn the landscape of how media works. If the media likes you and they want to like you, you're going to be great. You know, you kill the queen, all of a sudden, you know, you to you're you're not a valid source for of yeah. news no matter what your accomplishments have been but with yay i mean i i could tell you e-news i'll put them on blast hey brody uh they wrote a story about yay that wasn't it was literally baseless not true all these unidentified sources of that so when we all got on the phone and talked about it and they acknowledged that it wasn't real and the employee who wrote it left the day they wrote the the, the story and then weren't responsive to emails they didn't even want to take it down. They were like, well, it's already up. We're just gonna leave. So we're just going to leave up a lie. And I wow. just, I feel like as somebody in media, we have such a responsibility. But once that narrative is painted about you or in any way you participate in the narrative, like me saying, me being messy, doing the stuff I did early on in my career and then playing into it, no matter what you do, you're messy. You know what yeah. I mean? So like we, we have a responsibility, but I feel like when it comes to him, especially with that family. He's it's such an like, important battle. cultural figure. Like he has changed the way we dress. He's changed the way we listen to music, changed the way we make music, changed the way we even represent ourselves as artists and like how we move in business. And just, <clears throat> I don't like that he is being maligned the way that he is. And just his legacy is like, it's just not, some people you just don't do that. But you know? I also feel like he's continues to get support regardless. Like he puts out an album, people gonna buy it. He puts out a shoe, people gonna buy it. He puts out a clothing line or whatever collaboration, people gonna buy it. But so that, I don't feel like he's 
like an outcast in any you're way. You're right yeah. in that respect. You you, you drop a concert or tour, like you're going to sell out. Yeah. But here's the deal. Black people have to become more than a product that can sell shit, right? Like, he's a human being. Like, I know, you know, without getting into too many details, the conversations we've had have been more of like, understanding the media landscape like how is this being said and if i respond to this how is this narrative going to be painted like how is that fair and i keep saying you know controlling your narrative is not controlling the author and it's not controlling every circumstance that comes at you it's how you respond to it engage it and strategically like address it the kardashians are very strategic but yeah they think they, like, about own it, a they, lot of huh? i need to take some lessons the first well, shit do you have it. classes <laughs> coming out so they, they think they think about it they have a person that wrangles it they mm-hmm. know where to plant stuff they know how to then take it and amplify like they're very strategic they literally read the stats of social media to decide how they react to things and then they all collectively do it because i've been in seize the moment Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was participating in when they were trying to kill Jordan Woods. Um, But, you know, again, they live without any accountability. Right. At all. Yeah. On a different planet. But I do enjoy looking at them, though, and like watching (laughs) their shows. And it is very entertaining. But I also feel like they can't be. I feel like there's a lot of unhappiness there, too. Like, even if you look at Chloe, like she's. Well, she can't keep a man. I mean, she had Lamar. He smoked crack and left. She but had Tristan. That dick is somewhere. If you need to put a GPS on that dick, because it's just all over the place. I mean, at some point, you got all that fat sucked out of you. You still, I mean, everything she about you. She looks good at the back. No, she yeah, looks great. But that still ain't enough. Something is broken. Like, y'all need to, they need to sit in the room. They need the Kardashians go to therapy. Sit in the room and sort out everything. Like, just sort it all out. Why a man can't, why you can't keep a man? Not that that's all their responsibility. Maybe it's the choices they make. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not, um, they're not victims by any measure. Okay. So let's talk about choices that we make. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I know Money Long, we were talking before this started and you have a song called Pain. Yes. And so you're talking about getting, what do you say? Drug? When, drug. Tell when me. a man drags a drags woman. you. Okay. Now explain that because I was like confused at first. So explain what it means when a man drags a woman. So an example would be Tristan and Chloe. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you use them for whatever is valuable to you. Maybe you don't have a place to live. Maybe you just. <laughs> That's want- a homeless sexual. <laughs> a homeless sexual. <laughs> so I know a lot of homeless time. sexuals. Yeah. Um, yeah so you, it, maybe you driving a car around. I'm just talking about like the basic things yeah, that people do. Right. Maybe I'm you just want to get some coochie, like yeah. consistent you know, Gucci. Um, maybe they cook for you. Maybe it's, you know, you have no intention of doing right by this girl, being in a relationship, dragging her, leaving, leading her on, telling her you love her, maybe even going as far as meeting the family. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, you pop up. You didn't got another girl pregnant. You got a whole other life. Or, so this happened to you before? <clears throat> it has, actually, a long time ago. Um but then they were using me because they wanted me to write songs over what? all of their stuff. Yeah. Damn. Wait, somebody got with you. <laughs> Wait. I so, thought I was in a relationship that, for a couple of years and then I was not. Of, yeah, that's a long time. Because they were trying to leverage your songwriting ability to get, oh, that is some shady shit. Yeah. Terrible. That's and scary. had the nerve to walk up to me recently and be like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I was like, you but should, you know what? You should write a song about them. I she did. I literally, <laughs> I, I tried my hardest not to even focus on any lame stuff that happened to me yeah. in the past i'm just focused on like i'm trying to get this 100 million i want number one hits i want these grammys you know but what's yeah. the lesson from that too because i also feel like a lot of things that we go through that was painful for us also are valuable lessons so don't for you- mess with lame negroes because <laughs> i think we all got to go through that at some point have we all messed with somebody lame 
Yeah, I mean, my book, uh, Chapter yeah. 5, Toxic-Ass Nigga. <laughs> like, yes, I mean. <laughs> You know, I, I think uh, the lesson is self-love, like getting mm -hmm. to a place of knowing your worth and your value and knowing like you can see very quickly like, okay, this person is not here because they actually care about me. And then when you get to a place of self-love, then I think you're just very protective of making sure like none of that other energy seeps in to take you back to a we place. We don't have to do charity yeah, anymore. Yeah, well, also I was yeah. 20, he was 27. Like he knew exactly what he was doing. Right. Um, I think also too, it's like, just I'm reading this book right now called The Gift of Fear by Gavin DeBecker. It's amazing. It talks about how we all have these intuitive moments where like somebody's standing a little too close to you in the elevator or walking a little too fast in your direction. And, you know, like you have a tense up moment like something mm -hmm. right. Yes. But then you ignore it because you don't want to be rude or you feel like maybe you're overreacting or you're walking alone by yourself and a man comes up and offers assistance. Uh -huh. There's no one else around because a decent man would never do that because yeah, they understand. I don't play that. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so. I feel like as a 20-year-old girl, there were so many warning signs, you know. But you're also a 20-year-old girl. Right. And we're not like who we are going to be later. You know what I'm saying? Like at 20, I made a lot of really bad choices and decisions. And I was too nice and, you know, did things like just because I didn't know better. Yeah. At 43, I did that. <laughs> I mean, we, we're a constant evolution <laughs> yeah. of like making mistakes and learning things. I mean, I, I, I literally have like lived my life in the moment my whole life. And so like I missed the, the lessons in the 2020. I was just reckless as fuck. Like I did everything I wanted to do. Um, stuff I didn't want to do, I did. Uh, stuff I shouldn't have did, I did. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't have any guilt from the past because those lessons are what they are. But mm -hmm. now that we are where we are and there's so much information out there to learn from and people's mistakes to learn from that, like if you choose to make those mistakes, that's literally a choice. That's so true. There's so many resources now. You don't have an excuse. You can literally go Google it. <laughs> like people have been in more than one toxic relationship. Yeah. Isn't that a problem with them? Ah, uh, no, because sometimes you don't know if that's what it's going to be. Like or people, people just have people patterns can be very they, misleading. So when Chloe got with Lamar, she didn't know he was gonna smoke crack, or she didn't know like there may be some crack around. <laughs> I can't answer that. I didn't know he was smoking crack. I feel like if you smoke crack, you yeah, don't do no. it in the open. Yeah, it's not it's like, like you, be like, you, you go high. Yeah, yeah. You have, like, you're like, what's breath? that smell in the house? Yeah, yeah. what does crack smell, smell like? Crack stinks. Okay, well we know what crack smells like. I know what crack smells like. I mean, if you're kissing somebody, I don't know about y'all. If you're a passionate person, you kiss somebody. You smell something that ain't mm, that ain't that is that is Got a chicken your finger. Or chicken I've wing. never kissed anyone. But you just said she lives in a whole. They live in a whole different planet. She probably <laughs> even know what crack smell like. She might just thought that's true. That's his she smell. probably like he got. He need a root canal. She didn't know that was crack. <laughs> right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't. Yeah, she probably has no idea. You know, I would leave uh, my partner if they became a crackhead. You mean like so? Some people say for better, for worse. You wouldn't, you wouldn't feel help? like trying to help. Oh no, 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 no. Listen, there's deal breakers. If you steal, <laughs> if like you're a habitual thief or you like do crack or stuff like that, no, we're not saying. I'm not even going with you to therapy. Okay, so crack is very high. So well, there's like, just you, one because I like lived through a mother meth. who was on crack, meth, crack, heroin. Certain things that triggers based on like your, first of all, like one of my main things is if anyone ever raises their voice at me, I can't be with them. Like for real, if you ever raise your voice, I feel like you might hit me. I'm out. I'm never speaking to you again. Do you raise your voice? No. Yeah. Cause you don't seem like the kind of Yeah. Person. I'm not like, I'm not a, if I can get into an argument, but I'm not going to yell or scream at you. Mm. And so I never want anybody to do that to me either. Yeah. I can't and, picture you screaming. Yeah, I wouldn't. Honestly, like I, I try to be really productive. And the thing that I do that's bad, I feel like it's worse than screaming is I won't say anything at all. 
You know how annoying I that hate is. That. Yeah, I hate that too. That's, that's, called, that's called stonewalling. And, mm-hmm. and you're the kind of person that you can't really read too. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we would. I would start a fight with you to get out of you. What's going on? Yeah. No. If you because I, I honestly can't talk about something while I'm mad about it. I gotta wait. <laughs> mm. Like I need a few hours of you just leave me alone. I can't even talk to you about. It. And I would tell you, I'd be like, I really can't talk about this right now. Can we talk about this later? And you'll be talking to somebody who can't wait. Yeah. And then that's an I can't do it. Yeah, but that's that, an, I know so I'm that, that's my me. Drink. What? The can't wait person. <laughs> I got I'm, I'm getting better though now where I'll just be like, okay. And just yeah, walk away, to... go play my video game, go make some nails, something like that. Because I would turn my back to you. Like if you're right there, I'll turn my back like this. And you'll be talking to me and I'll be like this the whole time. Just to know. Oh, that would make me so mad. Kind of, okay, but it is fucked up. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's toxic. That's a toxic trait. Yeah, it's like intentionally in a nice way, nice, nasty. Yeah. So I'm talking to somebody now who he doesn't raise his voice either. So we argue very quietly. Mm-hmm. And that's annoying because it's not a really a argue. It's like we're being very disingenuous in arguing. Why? You don't have to yell to argue. We to argue. disagree. Yeah. Because I feel like part of being in a successful relationship is being able to effectively disagree and know how to like talk to each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that you're not yelling and you're not saying things you don't mean. Because I'm really big on not saying things that later on yeah, I, I feel bad that I said. I have a song that says that at the end. What song is that? It's uh, another one. It's called The Words. Mm-hmm. It's basically saying like, I know you didn't mean it, but it hurt my feelings. Like, don't don't say things you can't take back. Right. This is true. Because I remember. Remember that time you said? Right. Like, if you tell a guy, well, your dick little, you can't never take that back. But and I, he is forever going to think his dick is little. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. But see, I also feel like. We all know the things that you just should not say. Like, once you hit that low. But people do it. But what if he come back and be like, okay, and your pussy is drier than Dubai. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like then that, I'd be like, that's he, your fault. Or he put a picture. With your little dick, you can't a, even get me wet. Or he put a picture of you on Instagram, like, hanging with Dubai pussy. You no, know what I mean? Like, Instagram, you can't post. <laughs> okay, that's we gotta I argue with each other. about that. Is that real? What? Because I've heard so many rumors about girls going to Dubai and getting poo-pooed on. Jason, is it real? Because I know you would know. I'm going back next week. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. But I was hanging with a whole hooker out there and didn't even know. Like, I, she was just a fan. Like, she knew me. And she, like, it was good to find somebody out there who could show me around who knew who I was. And I was like, oh, I feel safe with her. Mm-hmm. I go to the party. And they're like, oh, good luck tonight. I'm like, good luck tonight. Like, I'm just drinking and going home. Come to find she was a whole prostitute. Did you have to pay her for taking no, her around? No, like, she just was hanging out. She was cool. Because sometimes even just spending time, you got to pay. But like, I value just- her, though, because she was introducing me to all the billions. Oh, he's a millionaire. She running down. She running all down, everything down to me. So, <laughs> did anybody try to solicit you? No, but you know, I did do something in Dubai where I could have went to jail. Let me tell you. What? Okay, if you've never been to Dubai, they have rules like you really need to Google it. Like you'll go to prison forever. They don't feed you when you go to prison. They'll kill you. Like you'll die. You'll get um, executed. So I go out there with Floyd, and I'm like, Yo, let me go out here, and I meet all these because you know Floyd. People will bring him tigers. They'll bring him fucking hella money for shit. And Floyd, Floyd literally just he just appears and people bring him money. So I try to stay around and like mm-hmm. be that outlier that takes the like, extra. You mean hold me a little back, you know. <laughs> So I go out there and it's my first time in Dubai. Like, this is the future. It's money everywhere. And and so I go out to the club and this guy's sending us $250,000. I mean, $60,000 bottles of champagne. So he sends like four. It's $250,000. Let's just give me the money. So he sends the champagne. So I'm drinking it because Floyd don't drink. So I get drunk and Floyd's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going out. So I asked, can I take your driver? Yeah. So the driver takes us and the hooker. 
We're going to go to this party. We go to the party. As soon as I walk in the party, I'm already drunk. I order a bottle. I tell the driver, whatever you do when I get drunk, I'm a little extra. Can you like make sure I get back? Okay, I don't want to go to jail. He's like, yeah. We go to after party. We get there. People sending bottles. We get, I get lit. And I go outside and have to pee. So I pee outside. Oh, you can't Ooh. do that. See, they don't have police in Dubai, but I also didn't know they have cameras everywhere Ooh. and the cameras film you and they take that and they film me Send peeing. Send it to the police. Film me peeing, film me peeing next to Floyd's car, took the license plate, called the owner of the travel company, Ooh. contacted Floyd, came to the hotel Ooh. and he was like, you could go to jail. I'm like, for what? I had to pee, but that's 15 Why years Why didn't you prison. pee in the bathroom, oh. Jason? I was outside. I was, go I was going to the shuttle to go back to the hotel. See, that's Why that spoiled American left? stuff. Let me tell you now. I, my last trip to I Dubai. I haven't peed outside in so long. My last trip to Dubai, I had like a couple <laughs> drinks and that was it. Wow. That's crazy. You can't cuss people out. You can't film nobody. Like, there's Do you rules. like that? What? You think that's like a better way? I love it out there, though. See? I love it. Mm -hmm. You can't I film go anybody? So bad. No. You can't wow. smoke weed. There's a woman right now. She's being executed because she got caught with a half a pound okay, of cocaine. Okay, that's too much. She can execute it. They don't play. That's too far. Because we've heard stories of people from here who have gone there and like got arrested for like a little bit of weed, not knowing. Listen. So no one smokes oh, weed? So I know people that smoke There's, there's there, uh, people over there. There's somebody right now got caught with weed, and they're getting like a crazy prison. They don't play. It's a Muslim country. But I will say, to your point, when I was out there, they pop and pee out there. <laughs> Okay, because I read that you can't, like, outside of your hotel grounds, you can't you have... You kiss your husband, you're going to jail. You're getting in trouble. If you kiss your husband... There's no PDA in public. You cannot do public PDA. No, no your EP can't. They can't even sell your EP out there. You can't even one person holding a hand in Dubai. You can't at <laughs> oh. all this, hey, baby, baby. No, you know, you're not doing that. Oh, my God. And, you know, wow. I'm gay in the United States. When I hit Dubai, my wife is at home. I just... Uh, I fall into you the You can't culture. be gay in Dubai? It's illegal. But they're definitely doing... You can't shit. hook up with nobody from the club and take them to your hotel. If they report you, you're in trouble. What? Oh, but wow. I tell you this, and you know the other thing, when they drive in Dubai, they're driving, they follow the speed limit because there's cameras everywhere. If you get caught speeding, they come to your house or send you. I that's too much. There's no crime, though. There's no crime. You can wear all your, I wear all my jewelry out, no security, no crime. But, okay, so no guys try to talk to you? I didn't say that. Uh, okay, so, mm -hmm. all right. It's you said different, it's a crime, though. It's but... different. It's not like. <laughs> so how do they try to talk to you? Y'all got like a code. It's like you, they want to smoke <laughs> on your hookah. <laughs> you know, I'm smoking on their hookah. <laughs> they like. <laughs> you know? <laughs> This is you feel, but I don't give a fuck what. There's nothing you can do in Dubai to make me cross that line. Okay. Because I'm because the way they get you, they put they put some on your passport, so you get all the way to the airport, thinking you about to board your flight, and they get you there. That's why you still. They, so they let you. Stay. Oh, they catch you. No, but they let you enjoy your trip. I mean, if they don't come and get you, but they put a hold on your passport. So you do all of what you're moving through thinking you, wherever you at. So how'd you get out after peeing outside? Oh, I was terrified the whole way to the airport. Once they let me through, I was like, Lord, thank you. He was like, I would never pee outside again, I God, no please. <laughs> with Floyd. I'll never pee off. again. I think, I think Floyd, <laughs> Floyd so said crazy. he got me out of trouble, but you know, Floyd be exaggerating. Shit too, so he might have to pay him off. Yeah. All right, now tip. let's talk about something else. Because I know earlier, we were talking about Sneaky Link. Mm -hmm. Has anybody ever fell in love with their Sneaky Link? Like somebody that it was just really like a jump off and then it turned into more <clears throat> Buddha, mm -hmm. since you ain't saying shit. Um, no. You never been, just been hooked up with a girl and then been like. Definitely like strung out in love though, while in a relationship. So what's strung just, out? What's the difference between strung out? Like hooked, like to the point where you considering being in a relationship with this person. Mm -hmm. and, that's what it is. And leaving the person that you're currently with, or you. Well, I didn't say you had to leave the person. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But you know, sometimes well, sneaky like sneaky link isn't necessarily like cheating. It's like yeah, it could be somebody you just don't want everybody to know that you with. True. Then, when y'all yeah. be in the club together and then you act like y'all not together, but you be like mm -hmm. later on. You know y'all gonna link. 
afterwards. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever tricked on a girl? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Why you hesitate so much? Because I had to think about what where was the location, but definitely <laughs> on vacation in DR. Definitely. I guess I'm lame. I've never done a lot of things. But you never like <laughs> felt like you were sneaky though. Uh, no, I never had. I don't. I don't believe. I might have been someone sneaky link to mm-hmm. them, but I was in a relationship. So I mean, like, I'm, let's talk about prior to this. No, I mean prior to my husband. Right. Okay. I was in. I had two relationships. Ever. In my mind, I was a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. times. This is the guy you was writing for. The second one. Yeah. <laughs> the first one was the Drake one. Okay. And then after that. Who? I'm married. The guy that was mad that she wouldn't let her go work in the studio with Drake. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Got yeah. It, got it, got it. And then I got married. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really go on a lot of dates. I like, I, first of all, I don't really like people. Yeah, we know. Mm, I, I, like, <laughs> nobody. Really? Yeah, no, I don't. Because really? I, I just feel like most people are bullies. They're mean. They're selfish. Um, they take advantage of people. They lie. So just it's just a protective thing. It's just like if I just already don't even count on you being Do you have a lot of female friends or no? Because no? I can't stand no crybabies. <laughs> Cry baby, are you really my friend? Like oh people I hate that. Oh my god. So you're not a crybaby at all? Um, I used to be, but not not in that way. Like not like you're not hanging out with me. Like I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Or like just somebody who just really all want to be you know it's crazy i have a lot of female friends like i really do and honestly like i don't cry barely ever i don't i was talking about this the other day on the show i don't even cry at funerals really but i don't know that that's a good thing and i also feel like for you as a songwriter who pours your heart out that it would make you be an emotional person i'm i'm emotional yeah i have emotions like I, i don't mind displaying them but i just mean like is there a problem okay what are we gonna do about it What's versus like mm-hmm. complaining about your baby daddy all the time complaining <laughs> like I, I i hate that i don't i'm not the gossipy gossipy person you know do you ever use that aspect or that perspective of that person to help you song right yes okay. i've never said that out loud so i'm sure they're gonna be like but you been me <laughs> so, absolutely i'm living vicariously sure because i don't do i don't have those types of problems so right. i'm telling i look at it as like telling stories i'm telling awesome. the different perspectives of the women that i know or that i'm around or that things that i see or hear mm-hmm. um i'm things giving my best TikTok? interpretation yeah i just give my best interpretation of that oh. um but yeah i'm like i like to say like to think that i'm pretty drama free i don't really mess with you unless you come that do you means. get friendly with people that you write for? Like when you're in the studio <clears throat> writing with somebody? I've wanted that. But um, on this side of it now, I understand everybody wants something from you. They're all grabbing. They're all trying to get their talents in your back. So a lot of things that I looked at as like rude or just like, damn, why she, you know, I'm giving her all this shit. Why she being me? I understand now. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like you don't know who is who you don't know who's genuine you don't know who's trying to like plot on you who's trying to just sit up under you and get all your intel so they can hit up your manager your hairstylist you know snatch people out from under you it's just very important to maintain your mystery and your formula keep that I was just you know quiet because now i finally figured it out like i've got my team mm-hmm. of people there's only a few pieces i'm missing like i need a really good assistant a great personal trainer like just very ancillary things i've got 
my videographer, photographer. I got my managers. I've got my hairstylist, makeup artist, stylist. I got two or three mm-hmm. in each category. I do my own nails. So I don't need certain things I have to worry about. And just having somebody just trying to just ask you too many questions or get too close is dangerous. But mm-hmm. I also feel like maybe you need to be around people that are like, that you want to level up to also. Because I like to surround myself with people that I'm like, they know more about me than something or like they have a business going on that I aspire. I'm this, that, that's how I am. Mm-hmm. If you see who I'm around, I mean, I'm very strategic in who I <laughs> allowed to get close enough to build a connection with i think there's this perception of me that I, i'm friends with all these celebrities i know everybody but friends i think there's probably like five or six that i would say or maybe four that i'm like okay we're really friends Who? um well if i start naming names people are gonna be like wow well, I'll, I'll say some names. cardi cardi of course she's of course um <laughs> tiffany mm-hmm. floyd um I, i'm gonna just leave it there those three wendy wendy i'll say wendy too but wendy is different <laughs> because like the pop out with Wendy this weekend <laughs> was strategic for. Is different her show women. really coming back? She says she's coming back, but, but the did reason they say it or did she? Say well, it? let me tell you about they because they they them are some motherfuckers over there producing that show. I ain't even talking about like the local people. Local people are cool because I've been on the show several times, whatever, and I fuck with all them. Hey, I have this fundamental issue right now with so many white people that control everything, mm-hmm. whether it's VC raising money or media or music or like. You know, I don't know as much as they're saying they want to invest in black that they really mean it. This is a black woman who we all know, like literally built her own way to from radio all the way up to nationally syndicated uh, TV. It's hard to get a nationally syndicated show. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when you have somebody that does that and then leaves for whatever reason, what I will say, the only thing I can think of why she would have left is having been on the show right before she left and then seeing her recently. She was completely dialed in this time, focused, calm, happy, uh, healthy. And I think when she was there, I felt like she was on this hamster wheel, like literally in between running her from here to there. And, you know, she's 56 or something like that. And mm-hmm. she's been through it for a long time and been through a lot. I felt like the way they did her when she left, putting all these white people on who don't resonate with the audience, not structuring the show because these celebrities don't want to do hot topics. They don't want her people's feelings. Your show, when I looked at my podcast, I looked at Breakfast Club, like, I love that. That's a show you could tune in. Y'all gonna ask the, all the shit we're waiting for you to ask or that we believe should be asked. We're, we know it's gonna Money happen. Moneyline felt like we were too nice. I was surprised. Man. <laughs> Maybe I don't have enough tea. But, but, people, but, but some people feel like you're easy or not. But you know, it's a vibe. You get in mm-hmm. there and you, you, but you ask the questions and I feel like that's missing. Wendy gives us that in the morning. You know, nobody wants to watch Drew Barrymore. That shit is fucking annoying <laughs> and her lisp annoys me. Like it was cute when E.T. was in the room, but like right now, Drew, you need to go Why away. Why did you bring up E.T.? That was so long ago, Jason. That's when I liked her. Then you have um, the, the real, they weren't real. Lonnie was a bully. You know what I mean? I don't know if it was her weight issues or just the fact that Tamar was the star, but she bullied everybody there. Bam, that See, I, don't, I like Lonnie. I, I know. And then there's, um, I don't even know, all the other shows that are getting canceled. Everybody's unemployed now. Nobody cares, right? But we want Wendy back. So I had dinner the other night with Wendy, and it was just evident when I was sitting there that she had all her faculties. So I said to her, you know, because I've been trying to get in touch with Wendy since July of last year. I've been doing the show, been going to her house, taking her out, linked her up with Tiffany and Cardi, like helping to bring good people in her life. And so when I called the manager, he was like, oh, Wendy's, she's unavailable and can't take any calls. And I said, can I send her flowers? Because I was going to send a note. You know, bitch, bitch call <laughs> me. Step aside, you know, <laughs> she's not accepting flowers. She's Whoa. Not. So I was gonna pull up at her house, but I'm like, that's kind of weird. So when I sat there with her and she told me that she didn't get any messages, 
when they had asked me to host the show for the opening week and I told them, okay, Monday I'll bring Tiffany, Tuesday I'll bring Cardi, Wednesday I'll get uh, uh, Mariah Carey to a surprise for Norman, you know, Thursday we'll bring Tamar. They were like, nah, we're not doing that. And they start bringing on a bunch of white people who were doing dumb shit like Leah Remini. It was always, I was thinking about Leah Remini and Drew Barrymore. It's always the people with the list. But they had <laughs> Leah Remini sit up there with the girl from Drag Race, boring, talking about getting her coochie ate out. Nobody want to hear that. Nobody want to hear that <laughs> from her. <laughs> so when I saw what they were doing with the show, you know, I started publicly criticizing them. And they were offended that I did, you know, because what the guy who owns the show called and said, you know, why don't I ask Nicki Minaj to co-host with me? And I'm like, you must not be paying attention because I don't right. have a relationship with her. They're like, oh, Cardi B, same same thing. Whoa, and definitely I was like, not the same thing. <laughs> I was like, that's not the same thing. So once I started publicly addressing it, I made it a point to ask Wendy. She wasn't aware of none of that. And then she told me how her manager allegedly stole some money from her and then the people who had kind of worked with the bank to hold all her money, which is, by the way, I'm moving all my money out of Wells Fargo now. So when I started talking to her, I'm like, yo, we need to pop out because now that I'm looking at you, you're smiling, you're healthy, you're happy, you're like energetic, you're running to the car by yourself. Like, this is not the Wendy we've been seeing. So we got dressed up, went to Cardi's party mm -hmm. and we made sure that everybody saw those images. And so now everybody, and the next day they didn't even mention her on her show. They did a whole Met Gala recap, after party recap. And they didn't mention Wendy. They didn't mention Wendy. Wow. So the fans right now are like killing them online. And they're so trying wait. to paint a picture of her. That's not true. Well, hold on. Get it. Think the, going back to the Kardashians, how the mainstream works, right? <laughs> if you say somebody's crazy, if you get a picture or you use an old picture and say they're debilitated, you know, we all know Wendy's had her issues. And then you put enough of that in the press and it gets picked up and amplified. And then you build a case to seize their account. So they have no resources now, right? Mm. Wendy said her manager came to her house with two security guards unannounced and uninvited. So she had to hurry up and get out the back door and get in her car and fly to Miami to be with her family because she didn't know what the fuck they were all trying to do. trying to commit her or something. And then now you got people taking over her show. So every morning it's still the Wendy Williams show and name and title yeah, and opening. Yeah, Michael Rappaport was um, just hosting because Envy was on with <laughs> That you. is so scary. If The Breakfast Club hosted the Wendy Williams show, we would watch. If Jason Lee hosted, we would watch. They say, oh, you're not big enough. I go, well, I'm not big enough. My Kanye West interview got 3 billion impressions and Sherry Shepard got like 785,000. So, Do you like Sherry Shepard? I like Sherry yeah. Shepard, but not for that. Because, you know, well, she has her own show coming, so it'll be and, different. And that show may be good, but mm -hmm. I don't go to McDonald's to eat the Burger King French fries. I go to McDonald's to eat McDonald's French fries. And we all know wherever we go, whatever we're enticed by, whatever our appetite is, you know, if I went to the Breakfast Club and I was looking at Peter Rosenberg and fucking Ebro, I would be like, what the fuck is this plastic ass, fake ass version of the realest show in the world? Like, I don't want it. And that's what's happening with the fans. Michael Rappaport sent there talking about black women and making jokes about the Royal Housewives, like to a show that's watched predominantly by probably black women or black people, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. So how is it that you say Jason Lee bringing Cardi B or Jason Lee bringing Tiffany Ash or Jason Lee bringing Mariah Carey is not big enough Jason, how do you have time to date in between all of these things that you're doing? Because I got to go home and lay down with something. So that's it, just at night. No, no, I, no, I, I, no. The one. <laughs> do I'm you bring about, like if you're dating somebody? Do you bring them around people? Yes. True story. Two weeks ago, the guy I'm talking to now is in town, about to get in bed, and I get a call and they say Madonna wants you to come to this party. I'm like, okay, I'm getting up because whatever Madonna <laughs> wants, what the fuck you do. Get in the car, we get over there, and I'm like, I don't know how this nigga gonna act because it's fucking Madonna. So. He's there and we're, you know, if you see him and I'll show you what he look like, like, you know, we're kind of all over each other being really gay because I'm gay as fuck. So we're kissing all this. And so Madonna's like, yo, get a fucking room. And I, and he says to her, he's Colombian. Hey, Madonna. And he kisses her on the cheek. You're an icon. 
And she looks at him. I said, bitch, don't even think about it. You know what I mean? And we're laughing. But he went right back to focusing on me. So, yes, he wasn't all in her face trying to get to know her, trying to politic. Because you know? that's annoying. But then <laughs> Tiffany Hatch is hanging all on his back. I'm like, I'll fight you, too. Oh, I'll fight both you. But, yeah, he doesn't. He's not bisexual, though. No, nah, he's gay. See, okay. you, see, you know I like to date the bisexuals. <laughs> he's straight. I mean, gay. Yeah, he's gay. Which one? <laughs> he's completely gay. Okay. All right, yeah. there we go. I think I need to back to even what you were saying earlier. I think I just need to like be patient with um, the company that I keep mm-hmm. because it's not that I don't want to have genuine connection. Mm-hmm. It's just that I think it's like, um, like for example, when stuff like that happens, when you take somebody out and they don't know how to act. Now, now I'm like, well, I, why did I even? I don't think I. I don't want you to second guess what you said though, because what you said. Like people that are listening may not understand it, but they're not in the position of having to protect what you built. Mm. Like, I feel like I went through a phase where I used to be very much like, come on, let's hang out. Let's, you know, uh, you know, let's, let's go here or, or, or I'll take people places where to me, I'm just out. But to them, I don't see how they may see it. Mm. And then I have people who will invite themselves in my life or been invited in. And all of a sudden now it's their life too. And they can just run all through a playground. And, right. you know, so I think there's a certain level of like, you do have your have your guard up a little bit. Yeah, you know? I, I feel like I've made better friends as I get older. I mean, I have some of my friends that have been like my staples, my standards, like from college and Is even Karen from Sibble high your school. Friend? Yeah, we're cool. You like her still? Yeah, I don't have any problem. I mean, listen, <laughs> I know you y'all have like issues. Because I missed you on the Breakfast Club when I came. I wasn't. I was out. Of, I was mm-hmm. on vacation that week. You're nice, Angela. You let me tell you something. You're a good friend because there's some people you have to throw away. At some point, you have to look at them in the face and say you're evicted because I can tell that cancer you spreading around. It ain't finna come over here because see, people <laughs> that spread cancer don't. They, it ain't selective cancer. It's just not mm-hmm. your turn cancer. I can look at somebody fuck you over, and the minute they fuck you over, I'm out. Because you ain't going to have a chance to come over here. But you're such a nice person, Angela. I am a very nice person. Some people would say I'm too nice. Okay. I think you're too nice. A lot of people would say that. But I also never want this industry to change who I am. Mm. Yeah, and true. so I never want to be, because I've always been a nice person. Like, my whole life I've been it's this way. It's fun to be nice. Yeah, and it doesn't, like, I feel like I get a lot of blessings because of that. And there might be people who... I was cool with it. I'm not really cool with anymore, mm. but I don't have any hatred toward anybody. Yeah. Right. Like, I feel like if somebody does me wrong, it hurts them more than it hurts mm. me. Right. That's really how They're I look at it. They're not doing it to you. They're doing it to God. Yeah. And I also look at it like the worst thing I could do to somebody is not really mess with you anymore. Right. And that's it. I don't need to throw no dirt on nobody's name. If you fucked up to me, you really just fucked yourself over because mm. you're not a good person. And so that's just how I look at it. But see, I look at it like when you're a bad person, you do me bad. I want the whole world to know no, it. No, I don't. I think I'm so we're in the middle. I'm yeah. both, I'm both the because it's like the warning sign we never got. Like right. in this industry, we're all tight to be tight-lipped or you're messy. Mm. Oh, don't say that because that's messy. You say that, you're going to do that. You know, I, there's networks who try to offer me stuff, but then like they want me to follow a code. I don't know how to do that because I'm literally going to. Yeah, and look, and I and I think that's just different than how I operate. And I don't think it's wrong. Yeah, it's just You different. know, some people have no problem with saying any and everything. And I feel like a lot of things that I got, like, look, I have some things about to happen that I'm like, I'm so glad that I didn't say certain things because I wouldn't be in the position that I'm in if I did. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I feel like at some point later on in life, it'll all come out. But I don't feel like now is the right time. And also, like I said, you know how I said I operate where if I'm mad, I can't say something Mm -hmm. right away. Mm -hmm. I need some time. Mm -hmm. I don't like to talk about things while I'm in the midst of it. 
Yeah, oh, well, that's ra- smart. I'd rather talk about because things change, and I'd rather look at things in retrospect. Mm. And I can reflect on things later, but I also feel like I don't let any of that weigh me down. Like, I might have fucked up shit happen, but then everything else is pretty good and in balance, so mm. it doesn't affect me as much. I think I have more of like a... um I, I'm in between because I'm more so like, say whatever you want. Just don't touch me. Don't touch me. Keep mm-hmm. my name out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, don't say my name because if you get to talking, oh, you want to talk? Okay, well, let's tell everything. Yeah. You know, that's me. But I always, <laughs> I always feel like, though, I'm black and I'm gay and I'm fighting in terms of representation for a whole group of people who don't get to sit where I sit. Like, I just left Gary V. I just got a call yesterday from the White House. I'm doing shit as a self-made entrepreneur that a lot of black or gay people don't believe they can do. And I'm like, nigga, we can do all this. And... If Joe Biden say something, you can respond. And if if Karen Civil try to get you, you can say something. Because, like, your truth is your truth. Now, I'm writing my next book, How I Stopped Giving a Fucking Started. Uh, I was about to ask you, where, oh. where did this fearlessness come from? No, 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 no. The first book was really like. It was very juicy. It was, it was humanized. Like, yeah. I'm a human. Like, I'm not a shit. I got feelings. But this next book is. So, Angela. how did you get so fearless? I already been shot. What you gonna do? You gonna kill me? Wow. You, okay, you beat me up. That's content for months. So I welcome being slapped. Slap me Are there times that you regret things that you said though? You know, I called Megan recently and apologized. Okay. Because she's a nice you. You met her. She's yeah. nice as fuck. And she's been through a lot. Like I honestly, I met Megan and her mom. Yeah. Okay. When see, I, I did, first yeah. met Meg, I'm, she was with her mom, mm-hmm. and actually it was on lift service, and her mm-hmm. mom was chiming in. Mm-hmm. Her mom was cool. Wait, as her mom came here. It was at. We oh. actually recorded it. I heard. Okay. You know. I can understand that perspective. You were so close to your mom. Y'all was together all the time. Your mom was cool as fuck. Yeah. And so we don't even, like how we talk about Kanye Mm -hmm. losing his mom. You know, we have to give her some grace because I also feel like, you know, and I can't really speak for her, but I feel like that's a hard thing for her to even try to heal from. Yeah. Because at that time, she was not even where she is Mm -hmm. now. And to be on that platform. It's like your mom doesn't get to see it. And and go through so much. Yeah. Yeah. And then you still working and trying to make things happen, but there's this loss. Her mom was like her manager. Well, I had become so frustrated with the industry that, and the, so frustrated with you know black people out promoting black excellence and not coming and supporting a black platform, that I personalized it. That was a lesson. Don't personal. Don't take it mm-hmm. personal, right? The second lesson was don't use your platform to weaponize. Right. You know whatever. And so like I had become so. Uh, with Megan not coming on the show after I introduced her to Cardi and all that, that I felt some type of way. And I didn't even realize like how of an asshole I was being. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I really was moving through like, I don't give a fuck. Y'all gonna be mad, suck a dick, fuck all your fucking mama. Not her, but everybody mm-hmm. else. And then when I looked at myself and how I was like talking about her, I, I just called her one day. I said, yo, bitch, I'm just calling to say I'm sorry. And she said, oh, no. She tried to downplay. I said, no, no, listen to it. I want you to receive that I'm literally wholeheartedly. Because it's like it hurts when people talk about you. Yeah. It does hurt whether or not like, you but know. It don't it, hurt me. Jason. It don't. No, I swear. On, on my dead brother, mother, everybody dead right now in the grave. It don't because I really take it like. It's almost like Game of Thrones, like when they talk about me or when they say shit or like like when Peter all Rosenberg, press is good press. when Peter Rosenberg, his little fat ass was on the Instagram talking all that shit. I'm like, you little motherfucker, I can't wait to drag you, bitch, because my <laughs> mouth is so reckless. That at the end of the day, my level of give a fuck is beyond. No, my level of give. You're the type of person I'll be like, no. oh, money long. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> Let me tell you. Something. Don't get too close because you will literally. <laughs> oh it, I'm, it's, it'll rub off. I literally, my, my my level of giving a fuck is is like beyond because you literally are so pathetic 
and your life is so worthless that you found an Instagram page to talk about a person who's literally playing with his dogs at home, not even fucking thinking of you. And like, what straight man gets in a fight with a gay dude? Like, you already know at the end of the day, I might even say, yeah, Peter, I sucked your dick. That's why you're mad. Now that I did, but I okay. could, you know? You think you could? No, I could say that. <laughs> no, I could never. Was there ever, I could never. Did you ever get a reaction? I could never, huh? Did you ever get a reaction from, from somebody that you was just surprised? Like, oh shit. They're tuned into me, like in a bad way or good. No, way? just you was just shocked that you. <laughs> I mean, it trips, that it's a trip when the White House reaches out. I'm like, nigga, I call my account. I'm like, what the taxes look like? You know, what the, what they, you know, we they always watching a, me. They was in a group me. chat like that. Did you see that? Is that spam? Is that, was that shit real? Like, what were we doing? But yeah, I mean, I get surprised when like people know because I I still don't even. This shit is just fun to me. Like, I don't think, like, there's a lot of people watching that I don't have a relationship with who are watching me on this show or mm-hmm. Drink Champs who are like, yo, like, you know what I mean? Can we know? talk about that for a second? Yeah. Because at Cardi's party, I was shocked, and we were talking to my team about it. I don't go outside. Mm-hmm. I stay in the house. Yes, you, That's you how do I stay, not. Out, stay out of trouble. Aww, um, such a good girl. Mm-hmm. It's not even that. I actually really am like wild and adventurous and I like to do, you know, I like skydiving and I like, you know, doing all like, I like Crazy the, white people shit. Thrill. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, thrill would, I, I want to do. But she won't get tied up. <laughs> yeah. I didn't she say I wouldn't. Plane, <laughs> but she can't tie her up. But she I didn't say plane. I wouldn't do it. I just said I haven't because I don't really want to be out of control. But You um, better YouTube some of them skydiving incidents, but go ahead. I would love to just like explore the best and the maximum possibilities out of life i don't want to be in the middle of bs and like low and and low level energy stuff so at the cardi party was my first experience since the song blew up and since being very like front facing and having people you know recognize me i was shocked at the amount of people that when i they walked past me were like you yeah. know, or like, because you don't go anywhere. I, I caught don't. her as soon as she walked in the party. I don't even think you heard me at first. I did. I did. Right. I said, "Hey, oh, Jason." Okay, yeah. Yeah, they kicked us but out. Isn't that a good thing? They have VIP. No, they didn't. They did. What? You could have came over to it. Did you see they Wendy there? Us, but you know, you are no, fucking lying. No, they kicked us out. No, well, it, well security. The they was like, "You, y'all got to get out right but now." See, this is why she needs to be friends with me because they try to Jason kick us. No, they, they try to kick us out. So they come over. They start rearranging the table. I said, excuse me, are you moving all this because y'all bringing more bottles? Because what, what are you moving? Oh, well, this is for Jeremy Scott. I go, you put Jeremy right there. I'm sitting right here. And like they, it, it, because it was a small space, they were trying to accommodate mm-hmm. everybody. But nah, you should have came over there with us. You know what, though? Cause, because I don't go out and because I'm not pressed, whenever people start acting like that and getting like that, because when I trip, I act up. Fucking ass. So I'd be I, like, I, I don't just, even want to do that. I'd be like, you know what? Let me just Hollywood go out. Unlock, slap the bus boy. No, I, no, they, no, they, money like, long. Rashad, my manager, really be like trying to keep is me. Is that from the one who's at the Grammys with you? Yeah, okay. he worked there with you. You know what? How is it, right? From okay, obviously you were a millionaire when you were very young, you know, before twenty, writing all these hit songs for people, but people might not have recognized you right. when you went places. And now they do. It's different. So, yeah, it's different. So mm-hmm. how was it for you, like, knowing, like, I got all this money, but people still acting funny? Um, I actually liked it, because I don't like for people to clock my pockets. I don't like for people that know I got nothing, because don't ask me for nothing. <laughs> I want to give it to you. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to be like, oh, you know, my AC broke. I'd be like, damn, that's my tough. My AC you broke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd, I like to be able to, like... Let me give you this money. Let me take you on this trip. Let me show you some things. Because that's my one of my love languages, like how I show my affection. Mm-hmm. I don't like to feel used, right. you know. And I never told the people that were closest to me when I was younger that I had money. 
Um, I was always paying for stuff, always the one because none of the people, none of my friends at the time had any money. So if we if I wanted to go on vacation, I had to pay for everything. Yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. Mm. So but that's a good thing, though, you know, to be able to have success and be able to take friends on trips and do things for them. And but you know, what's really nice. It. You know, right. what's really nice when you have friends that's like could do the same thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you're like, I got this check. I got this check. I got this check. Because after a while, you get tired of paying for everything. Yeah. You do. It's good here and there. But I do like because for me coming out of foster care abuse and all that and coming mm-hmm. from where i come from to be able to ex- the escapism to go into somebody else like a queen latifah's life and like you know see her 750i back in the 90s which was you know a bentley or whatever mm-hmm. then you know be able to like look at these people you know i know what those images and experiences did for me and unlocking mm-hmm. my passion and drive and and you know opportunity to think about what I could actually become. So I do like taking people on trips or taking them to places where they experience stuff and then go back and find their own passion. Now, if you just go out and you like just <laughs> me running my credit card, we probably not gonna hang out. Yeah, I mean, I used to do stupid stuff like go to the club, get a section, get all these bottles and now just me in a section. By like, yourself? Girl, yeah, and girls would try to come say, oh, I'm just for my feet. No, you're not. Get up. Oh, you know, wait, that's by so yourself evil. in the section? By myself. Wait, evil. you and your husband or by no, yourself? No, just me. Before well, I met him. What are you doing in a section with the bottle by yourself? $5,000 on a section. Just Shit. sit there by myself in the club. I used to do that in just LA. Just be in the club? I ain't gonna because lie. If I, because I want to sit at a table. I do not want to be in the crowd. That's one thing I would not crowd. spend money on. I hate buying bottles. Cause, oh, really? Especially because you could let people know you come in and they'll give them to you. Yeah, I mean but, you, but, but, but like be, at the time I had money and nobody knew who I was. Who I was. That's when you need representation and somebody be like, "We have Priscilla Renee coming and she's done this, she's done that." But see, also the reason why I got rich and people so quickly, did know you from YouTube. Yeah, but okay, so in LA, I was known for being a pop writer, so that's how I got rich so fast. I was mm-hmm. writing pop hits. Nobody in that world understood i want to go to what was the club that was outside like level three or something something in la like outside it was an outside club well there's they used to do all the day parties oh uh well penthouse you Mm -mm. mean toxic nah it was a while ago okay but you know the same club they didn't change names a bunch of times i can't even think but they don't know them people it's Mm -hmm. like two different worlds yeah Mm -hmm. so like the people who knew who i was they you know what i mean I finesse some shit. Mm. <laughs> no, I just used to drop five bands. Well, now, if you're going to drop money and you really want to make, because look, as an investment, dropping money at the club, name everyone at Dubai, because they want to know who is that. So I went to Dubai the last trip. Stacey's going to make everybody go to Dubai. I want to go. No, 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 no listen way. to me. I swear. Like, no, listen to going to make us all go to no, Dubai. Li- listen to me. If you don't hear anything I say today, figure out Dubai. I went there my last trip by myself. So after Florida, I went back. I made my relationships went back by myself. <laughs> I went. He I spent a hundred thousand dollars in the club in five days or whatever. Just, I don't think I want to go there. No, no. This does not sound appealing. I You're left with two million it. though, mm. because the money attracts money. I met this guy. I swear yeah. to God, if he was sitting here right now, you would think he was. Well, if he's watching, he doesn't look as rich or whatever. He's called a crypto well. Mm-hmm. Crypto is big out there, which means if you're a crypto yeah. well, you're a billionaire. Mm. So he's talking to me and he's dressed real regular flip-flop shoes. He's like, yeah, I moved here from this country, blah, blah, blah. He has his hat on, whatever. He goes, I bought, I got me an apartment here in a boat and I like to fish all day. I, I go, okay, yeah, where do you live? He goes, oh, I live in that, that, that that's my apartment building right there. He bought the entire building <laughs> and his boat was a huge yacht down. Like, he, oh, that's my boat right there. It's a huge yacht. So he's worth like over $3 billion. And, he, and so he asked me my story and I'm telling him, I, literally the story, like you have a story, you have a story, we have a story. And afterwards he goes, you know, I love that so much. I would love to support it. I'll give you a hundred million if you have the plan. 
Where they do that at? Yeah. Not in LA, not in New York, not in Miami. Miami, they want to go to Prime and Carbone. New York, right. they want to go to one, one Oak. LA, they want to be outside. $100 million to figure out a plan. So we're figuring out the plan, but just the opportunity there is crazy. Sound like mm-hmm. I need to go to Dubai. Let's go to Dubai for a million. So going to drop a bag well, at the I'll I'll go with I'll be like, uh, we got money long coming in. She need a section. She's mm-hmm. on the way. I got a plan. Once she up. goes in and perform, then, you know, they have a club called White. Once you perform at White, they're going to be like, keep coming back. And the money is like three times the rate. Jason, you got the connection. Set it up. Yeah. Uh, 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 let me make some calls. Okay, because she got a number one song. It's Platinum. I know. Okay. Number was, one urban, we're saying we're a platinum artist right here. Let's we just not went play to Pop no Radio yesterday. Y'all. She was so good at the Black Music Collective. Me and Tiffany were sitting there, and and when you were performing, I was, saw Tiffany was like, "Oh, it was that second that's song." That's definitely that, her type of shit. Yeah, that second song. It was like, "Yo, and you that. know, my song is another." I want to ask this because I do love that song, <laughs> Thank and you. I love how it's starting everything. So, have you ever left somebody for another person? Because no. another person, not you. I know you haven't because no. I know that's not. No. but I'm asking Jason. Mm-hmm. No, no I, I'm like. Uh, a car i'm gonna run all the gas out and then when the gas is all the way out then i'm out like i don't i can't like you never had me. nobody sweep you off your feet while you were with someone and well, been I like was 300 pounds you couldn't sweep me off my feet at the time oh, but uh no you still can't sweep me off my there's somebody right now that's sweeping me off my feet a little bit so i'm like really but i'm also in a place where i don't trust i'm not like out with everybody anymore uh no i've never been in a situation and then seen somebody else and go oh my god i need that like nah that's kind of weird you never left nobody for someone else i was hoping you didn't ask me that yeah you oh, did you with your baby mom now so that's yeah. you left somebody to get with her yeah is it because you felt like this is the one like you felt it yeah oh. i felt like this was probably the last great person wow and I'm like, how, how i didn't want to i didn't want to miss out on that opportunity and at the time it was weird because um I just lost my dad mm. and I got into like a car accident or some shit. So I felt like God was giving me one like, you might not be here, nigga. There you go. Enjoy you know? it. Yeah. And do what you want. Yeah. So and you you have you was tapped out on the other relationship. Yeah. Why? Gotcha. Um great person. Um she was a hustler. Just uh I felt like at this particular time in our lives we both wasn't ready for each other. Like I was ready to obviously go to that next stage and create a union or family. And she was more focused on, well, I feel like she wasn't focused enough, like as far as like in her business and all that. Ambition is like if yeah, you don't have big, enough man. ambition, that is like that's a, a deal breaker because you that's feel a deal like breaker for me. you feel like that person. And you don't even gotta be there, but I gotta see that you, you want have, to yeah. potential. You have I to have gotta the see you like going to for it, exactly. and having ideas, and yeah. being excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I need to see that. So I didn't feel like that person. And Buddha, let everybody know what you do, just so they know, because Buddha is here in the studio. You know, you got your own space in here, but I just want people to know who Thank you, you are. I'm a music producer. Uh, been doing music uh, professionally for over ten years. We also have a workshop, an educational workshop for producers called Steel Sessions, which will be a functioning label next couple months with a major. So. Okay, and tell them who you work with. So we thirty. <laughs> um, work with uh, Rick Ross, Nipsey, Neo, uh, Young and May, Jada. List goes on mm-hmm. over about fifty major artists. Okay, I just want to make sure we know who Buddha Hopefully is. Hopefully, in the future, you know, money long. Of course, definitely. <laughs> we or, like to make these type of connections. You know, or, you could go to Dubai and really yes. come up. Yes. What? I feel like we just need to have like a 
Dubai trip. <laughs> yeah, we real. need to have it organized. So I am. I'm. I'm creating something out there right now. I gonna, knew it. <laughs> that's gonna be. It's gonna be semi-annual. It's called the Hollywood Unlocked Power 100 Dinner uh, Power 100 Dinner Party Series. So we're gonna do it semi-annually. The first one's gonna be in October. Mm-hmm. And oh. so we're we're talking. We're talking to two amazing people. Yeah, like timing for me. It's a hundred thousand dollars a table. Well, if you need to educate musicians, yeah. No, listen. It's real. Um. It's different out there. I tell everybody go, and we we don't got to get shitted on or nothing. No, <laughs> okay, you know make sure. I really don't understand this. <laughs> That's crazy. I heard nah. that girls get paid. They bring you out there. They give you yeah, they fifty thousand, seventy thousand, piss on you, doodle on you. Yes, um, I heard. You know what's so crazy? Like I don't know what kind of bedding people have, but like I I take pride in having really good bedding. You know what I mean? Like I have really nice, comfortable, like plush ass, white, all white bedding. Could you imagine somebody coming like shit on me? And if then you got fifty thousand to smell. give somebody yeah, get the sheets, no. buy another no. set of sheets. I just yeah. don't think Shit on like, these sheets. shitting on I somebody can is them. really fucking low. Like there's nothing. I mean, they lower. do it for entertainment. Like yeah, look there's at this no bitch. There's no entertainment. You've definitely peed on someone. No, I actually Not tried it. No, I actually tried to do it one time because the person it. wanted me to. You know, it was the time I said I'm gonna fuck with this white boy, blah, whatever. You know, <laughs> you know, and he wanted me to do some way out weird shit, but my bladder. And I had to pee too, which was crazy because I had to pee. It was, it but my bladder was it. like, nigga, I draw the line. Like, we're not doing it. We've I've been with you through so much shit. We're not going to do this. I couldn't even pee. Yo, it was the desire to be peed on, meeting with the can't pee on you moment that was like quiet and like weird as fuck because this person wanted to be peed on and I was trying, but I couldn't. And that's when I realized. Not interested in white boys and the weird shit. And I feel like if you come to my room and you pee your shit all over my sheets, like you're, you just disrespect I mean, my that's whole, next the whole level. thing in my house. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's, that, that, that's, that's another crazy. like. And if they shit on you, do they want to like? Because sh- sh- you know how like, when kids shit, they then want to smear it. Like, what is that? What no, is that? I don't know. I feel like if there's anyone out here who is bold enough to d- discuss this mm-hmm. activity. <laughs> Maybe you give them like the blur face. Come well, on, live service and tell. They Angela will. Yee, Somebody please. asked me to pee on them once. I didn't even. I was Who like was a, it? It was like a coworker at one of my old jobs. I was going to say Charlemagne. No, you did not. No, no, no. It was one of my old jobs. I didn't even like we didn't work. You know, he just worked there. And he was like, hey, I didn't know him that well. He was like, let's go to lunch one day. And I was like, all right, you know, he's a coworker. And then he asked me if I've ever peed on anyone. And I was like, no. I was like, where's this going? He was like, you know, would you consider like. And we didn't even have no relationship at all. But he just wanted That's to pee on awkward. you? He wanted me to pee on him. Oh. <laughs> you didn't go to human resources? I didn't do it. No, I didn't go to human resources. I mean, I wasn't really offended, to be honest. All right. I do have a question mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. When Gia Casey said that she hadn't had the orgasms in all that time, Envy, I wanted, I think I texted Envy, but I don't know if it was green or wasn't going through. <laughs> what was your thought on that? Because like I feel like with Jada, like because Jada is emasculated Will Smith beyond like I don't even know how to, what's next, right? <laughs> is that emasculation when you say something well, like that, or you know, she was on here and she said that that was part of the reason why she felt like he cheated because she said that to him, oh, you privately, know. yeah, oh, privately. Okay. But I also feel like what his explanation is that they were really young when that happened, and a lot of women like. Like, do you remember your first orgasm? I was very young. Oh, you but were. I was by myself. Oh, okay, so that, yeah. but with a like man. Like, do you remember the first time you had an orgasm? And why do women have such a hard time getting an orgasm from a man? Do it's men just different. not know what to do? It's just different. Like, I think you have to be able to be vocal and tell them, unless you're working with somebody. Tell them how who's, to do it? Yeah, because everybody's body is different. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like 
you have to lead them to the places. Mm -hmm. I used to only be able to orgasm from oral sex, but I was fine with that. Like, if I come, I'm fine. And would you tell the man that, though? I never faked it. Like, I never would be like, ah, like no, I but came. I mean, do women tell men, like, this is how I orgasm? Or do well, they, when or you get, like, hard, that's hard. Def- when you, you get more comfortable, yeah, because. No, that's really hard to do, though. It's really hard. And he, to do she that. was his first. So that means she never orgasmed before. She was. Yeah. Oh, oh. So she was his first anyway. And so I feel like when you first start having sex, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And you feel like the guy's supposed to know, because that's the way that. Society makes it like and women. Yeah. You're not so supposed to have a So she wasn't saying it in a way like Jada. What she's no, doing? No, no. Well. Okay. So, but I feel like if you've never had an orgasm like from that, you don't realize that you've never had it until you so, do. And then the day you do, you're like, oh shit. So at that point, are you just doing it to please your man? And- well, you can still enjoy sex without having an orgasm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like your pussy still gets wet. Like you're still mm-hmm. like this is amazing. I love him. Whatever. And he can still eat you out, and you can come from that. Cause I, feel I think like, that's always the best feeling. By the way, when a guy like goes down on you, you come and then he puts it in. Because I feel like Envy's response after he came back on your show and explained <laughs> it was like it was that typical nigga response. One, you know, like it ain't my dick that was the reason why Me she didn't orgasm. Because he was like, you know, it wasn't the size. Because you know, I'm, I was I was low key kind of laughing, but also wanted to call him and like <laughs> offer support. But like I feel like. I love their relationship. I love them in general, and I love how open they are. And it's almost like it's uncomfortable sometimes to hear real shit like that. Mm-hmm. But but also, but I think a lot of women. There's women who've never had an orgasm. It's so much. I feel like sex is over when a man comes. That's mm-hmm. normally what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, when a woman has an orgasm, if, if a guy didn't going. come, you know, you gotta finish like until mm-hmm. he does. But if a guy comes, a lot of times, like. You know, I mean, sometimes unless they really mm-hmm. care yeah. about you, yeah, but then also to too, there's so many other alternatives. We have toys. We have, yeah. you know what I mean. But is it a woman's responsibility to tell a man how she orgasms? Like this is what makes not me. if she doesn't know. And I think right. they were so young because they got together as teenagers. Oh. She didn't know yet. And sometimes you don't know. Like I didn't know about having an orgasm from sex until it happened. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So also you think too, it's there's you. a little bit of a stigma. It's like you know, you get with a guy and you so vocal about. Unless you've been with them for a certain amount, I feel like there's a time limit before you can start saying stuff like that, or else it'd be like, "She's no. she going in. You need to be able to say whatever the nah, fuck you because, want." But, but that's but early on. It's, it's the men's perception of like, why are you so educated? Why do you know so right. much? It's like an insidious thing where it's like, "Oh, she a hoe." She, you know what I'm saying? Like I know it's easier for me to come if I'm on top. Sometimes it's the position. It's like different things. You know what I'm saying? Certain ways, like I'm not gonna come this way, and I need foreplay first before you know what i'm saying this so. is why i feel like the the conversation about premarital or casual sex is this is where it gets in the gray area because it's like premarital and casual sex for the most part is not designed for women to no, have facts. a good time so if you're meeting a guy mm. uh, out the club He's just trying to get some. He's not trying to pleasure you unless that's his personality now i will say the first time i had an orgasm was a guy i didn't really care about but was it a random hookup? It wasn't a random hookup, but you like... You knew him, though. I knew him, yeah. We were talking, but like... And actually, I came the first time we had sex, and he was just good. Like, he knew what to do. So why didn't you stay with him? Because I was young. I was in college, and he smelled like outside a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was on the block. <laughs> Wait, so let me ask you. So now that, well, you're married, so you don't count. And you're married? You don't count. You're really Wait, wow. You don't count. Because, because the question I'm going to ask. So you're not, you're single. No, I have a boyfriend. Uh-huh. We'll Why? ask it anyway. Well, like, at what level of success did you realize the regular hookup is like not, not optional? Um, 
I don't know. I, you know what? I always wish that I had had the opportunity to like online date. And I feel like it's fun. Mm. It would be fun. I've never done it because I've, you know, been in relationships and everything. So I've never done it. But I feel like dating is fun. Mm. Wait, so you're in a relationship? Why well, I don't know you're in a relationship? I mean, well, I've never seen you don't post them or something. No, nah, I've never posted. What them. is that about? Why let Hollywood Gee, unlock? You're probably very lip peaceful. service unlocked. Why can't we get in your it, business? Because it's amazing that it works the way that it does. Probably because I don't. Also, I feel like sometimes like bullshit be going on. I don't want nobody to be like going to him and like trying to. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that Doesn't messes help it the up. Brand. Yeah, especially if y'all both working in two different industries. and like we go out, we do things. People see us, everybody, but it's not like I gotta post you. Mm. How do you feel about other blogs covering your life? They don't. We have a good relationship. We talk. We all talk. Well, we you know we have <laughs> a thing. We, we have a thing. This is what I love about you know people who want fame and they want to be talked about on all the blogs. I don't want to be talked about. Me neither. I, when I, I want Angie, that, like you never. No, when blogs. I want Angie to post something, I want Robin to post something, or I want. E or whatever, I send the blast. I send it to him here. Can you please post this? But like, if one of them posted, like this this girl, she posted, "Why is Jason Lee at the Grammys?" I literally this writer from the cut. I had my investigator find her house, her <laughs> name. I put all. Jason, her you are crazy. Oh, no, 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 because no, I need to know who I'm dealing with. Let me find out what's going on in your life. See that? That's why. Like, if you want to write about me, that's cool. And if you want to write bad about me, that's cool too. But I'm going to. It's going to come with something. It's going to come with something, and the price is going to be like. I just feel like no matter mama, what, he said yes, Game yeah. of Thrones. If, he ain't playing. Your daddy was, better not if be. If it was out treated here. like that, mm-hmm. media would be a whole lot different. Yeah, but see, this is the thing. Everybody, to that. everybody don't you like to put what? their face That's out what, there. What's your sign? Leo. Okay. Leo but when you write about people who you don't know, then do they do that to you? I don't write about the other people who own platforms. Okay. Like I don't write about Angie or I don't write about Robin or you know or Jasmine. I don't write about them mm-hmm. because that's just the thing. Like they don't want me digging in their shit because mm-hmm. we all got some shit. I like, I like what he said about hiring a, somebody to go look at your life. Don't play with me. Baby, Money Long. She's so funny. All right. Anyway, this is Lip Service. Thank y'all so much for Sorry, coming through. It's Money Long. It's we popped your here. cherry on here. We appreciate you I'm so, so much. I'm so happy that I got to do this. I feel like somebody. Yeah. And look, your husband's in the other room, so we didn't want to ask too many questions. You could have. He would have let me. He would have talked about me later, but he would have. All right. Well, you got to get tied up at some point. Or Don't he give does. him no ideas. Okay. So if you had a choice of who's going to get tied up, you or him, who's it going to be? He not letting me tie him up. It's not going to happen. You never know. He won't. Trust me, it's not going to happen. <laughs> All right, so you. Me. It'll be me, for sure. Jason Lee, we need you to step out of your comfort zone and do a little more, okay? No. Buddha, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> this fucking guy, man. I just want to say the thoughts and things expressed by Jason Lee have nothing to do with Money Long no. or Buddha. No. It's all Jason. Or Angelique. But if you want receipts, call me. HollywoodUnlock.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's Yo. lip service, y'all.